millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok for another edition of the big show, the main show, the superstar destroyer of our fleet. This is Force Center. It's not our new theme song. That's not the one we're working on. Trust me, that's not what it's going to be. But with me, as always, is Joseph Scrimshaw and Jennifer Landa. I, for one, think that would be a lovely new. This <laughs> is Force Center. This is Force Center. This is Force Center. Jennifer, Force you, you Center, can sing, Force right? Center. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, Seems karaoke. Like, you can probably <laughs> sing better than me. Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. I mean, yeah. Nick nice. the Lounge Singer's my kind of singing. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, this is Halloween. 
Yes. And I know, Jennifer, you've been preparing for Halloween longer than all of us. Oh, my gosh. With your various <laughs> costumes. Oh, help me. Your DIY <laughs> costumes. And you've been writing and uh, capturing all this on StarWars.com. Yes, I have. And there's plenty. If you need a last-minute costume, I've, I've got you covered somewhere <laughs> on StarWars.com. Uh, if you're an, a child, an adult, or a dog listening to Force Center, <laughs> That's right. we have a costume for you, courtesy of Jennifer Landa. Our yes. dog demographics are pretty good. Man, if you tap into the dog demographic on podcasts, that's where you really kill. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You get that going, your numbers through the roof. Through the roof. There are dog podcasts. Sorry. So uh, tonight, Mm -hmm. being Halloween, Mm -hmm. it's a a midweek here, though. Mm -hmm. You going to go dress up as a costume, or are you just done with it, Jennifer? I I think I am going to wear probably my either my pork or my Maz Kanata costume. Probably Mm. the pork because it's it's more comfortable, um, and I can hear. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then I've made my daughter a mermaid costume. She requested mermaid. I mean, so I'm go. not going to say I'm not a little disappointed she wasn't like an Ewok, but all right. I, tell me about all it. Right. I didn't have time to make the Ewok costume. A merwalk? A merwalk. Oh, my God. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. My Little per- Pony Mermaids. Yeah? It's oh, yeah. It's bizarre looking. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go into that one. I don't know. Uh, Joseph, do you, do you dress up? Are you a Halloween guy? I love Halloween with all of my heart. Really? Dressing oh. up is incredibly difficult for me because of my long history of being a theater person who dresses up to play a character mm. or perform and I feel like just a weirdo yeah. being dressed up at a party and then just drinking. <laughs> if I'm dressed up as something, I want to be the thing Once a before. as a performer. But uh, my friend has some Jedi robes that yeah. she bought and that uh, a friend of mine recently moved into the same building that I live in. Yeah. So there are Jedi robes right in my building that I think I might need to put on. Oh, yeah. 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 I, thought, I mean, you don't even... do. You, just put them on. You don't even need a trick or treat. Just I might not around. go anywhere. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Go to the parties, you know, a lot of times. But yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to put a. Uh, Sarah got a great shirt. My wife Sarah got a great shirt at Target. A yeah. strange Star Wars Halloween oh, shirt. I saw that posted on social media. Uh, on the yeah. old social media. If you yeah. didn't see it, it's insanity because <laughs> it's half Star Wars and half just random Halloween. It's very cute, uh, very designed heads, almost yeah. like sort of like uh, Star Wars pops. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, and it's got like Darth Vader and a storm. Trooper and Princess Leia and R2-D2, but then also randomly there's just like a pumpkin <laughs> and a spider and a candy corn. It's just this insane mashup of Star Wars and Halloween. Yeah. And it's beautiful. She also has a BB-8 hoodie that I think she is going to wear. Oh, yes. That's good. That'll yeah. work. How about you, Ken? Yeah, Ken, are you going to uh, dress up? <laughs> Halloween is my <laughs> least favorite holiday of all time. You don't like scary really? movies. Don't so like it's scary a nightmare movies. for you. I, was, I did not grow up with Halloween. Uh, oh. My parents did not let me celebrate Halloween. Mm. All the other big ones were on board, even Arbor Day. But Halloween was not a church-approved holiday where I was, uh, grew up. Uh, right. So I had some alternate uh, fall festival type of holiday. So uh, <laughs> by the time I was able to choose my own adventure in life, yeah. uh, the Halloween was not uh, did not factor into it. It's such a great holiday. I, you yeah. know what? I, I, a lot of people in my life, uh, my girlfriend included, love it. So I'm on board, but I just—it's one of those things. It just was never there. I didn't, yeah. I never have trick or treated. <gasps> wow. Never have trick or treated. Um, you know, so I don't know if it's uh, if it's too late now. No. No, 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 no. Too late. I mean, it's late notice for this year, but next <laughs> yeah. year, 2018. 
Let's Alloy. get you dressed up. Yeah. Let's get you in your fur, full Ger Gerard costume. Okay. Yeah. And we'll go door to door and you'll demand candy. I like <laughs> that. Is Gerard. I like that. Okay. I like that a oh lot. Oh, my goodness. I like that. Have you ever, I know Jennifer's dressed up in, in Star Wars themed things a lot. Have yeah. you have any classic Star Wars costumes or anything from your youth, maybe? Uh, no, no. My youth was very, very difficult when it uh, came to <laughs> Halloween because my parents are very overprotective. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And I had a very tragic Halloween where I, d- I just wanted to be Batman and Robin because I had an older brother who loved right. Batman. I love Robin. Mm. My brother at the last minute said, I don't want to be Batman. I want to be Humphrey Bogart. What? Well, I mean, okay. So he got a wow. trench coat and a fedora. And then my parents are like, it's too cold for you to be Robin. Put on these pants, <laughs> and we ke- we didn't get a cape, but one of our pillowcases turned yellow. So tie that around your neck. <laughs> I never I never had great Halloweens as a kid, uh, gotcha. but I love the spooky. I love Halloween. I love just, that it's terror and fun all combined. Could you have just gone as Bacall? <laughs> I, yes. should, I, I didn't know enough yet. <laughs> you know, that's a very sophisticated choice. That I hadn't seen yeah. Key Largo yet and knew that that was really in the pocket of Halloween. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, guys, uh, whatever you guys are doing tonight, celebrate wisely. Celebrate safely. Watch out for razor blades and candy, which is what we had to be careful of in exactly. the 70s and yes. 80s. Which yeah. Is another reason I'm much probably like you, not allowed to trick or treat. Yep. But today we are going to have a lightsaber party. It's time to talk lightsabers. That is right. I have been wanting to do this for a while because we have our episodes where we catch up on the news, and then we have our episodes that are sort of like we catch up a little bit on what's going on generally in the Star Wars world, something that's a topic of now, but it's a little bit more universal, Mm. and lightsabers. The three of us have never had a true, full, big conversation about the weight of lightsabers. And right now we got all the questions swirling about Luke in The Last Jedi and whether or not he will have a lightsaber at all. If he does, will it be the hashtag ignite the green that our friend Steel Saunders very much wants? Will it be a weird cane saber? Who knows? (laughs) Will it be a white blade? Will it be nothing? We don't know. And also at this time, there's a lot of new canon in last year. about lightsabers. We got uh, information from the Ahsoka novel. Great. We got information from this new Darth Vader comic book. Yeah. We got information from uh, Star Wars Rebels as Kanan taught Mm. uh, Sabine to use the darksaber. Right. So it seems like a time to talk lightsabers. So let's get into it. I want to start with going back to the beginning for us of when we were kids. And I feel like back in the day, like lightsabers were... Star Wars. Like, Mm -hmm. they were the thing that was Star Wars. And I want to know from both of you guys, how much were lightsabers the heart of Star Wars for you? How much did you play lightsaber? Did you own lightsabers? What was your childhood relationship to to lightsabers? Jennifer, yours is probably a happier story, so I'll I'll start with you. (laughs) You know, I was thinking about this, and I, I really can't think of a time where I had a lightsaber and I used it. It was almost like I just always pick up a pencil mm-hmm. if I was in class. Vroom, right. vroom, 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 you know, making the noise or whatever that I can't even make the noise right. <laughs> right? Tomorrow yeah. Wow. Your wow. lightsaber is your truth. Well. <laughs> your pencil makes the noise you <laughs> want it to. Screen accurate oh. sound effect. Uh, that's the truth. So, but yeah, I, it was kind of a fun little thing. I never actually like go play in my room and, and practice my skills. It almost seemed like it was unattainable for me. Right. But I I wanted to practice more of my force abilities, you know, force push, force pull. The Mm -hmm. lightsaber was a weapon that was uh, for those especially uh, skilled in fighter, if you 
Yeah. But you did still have that instinct that I think a lot of people of our general age had, that mm-hmm. any cylindrical object yes. should be imagined as a lightsaber. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't play with lightsabers much as a kid. I played with blasters. Ah. <laughs> True to my war versus lore. Yeah. Leanings huh. of war over lore. I was on the playground. Now, we did reenact the skiff scene in Return of the Jedi a lot yes. on my playground. So, yeah, lightsabers were in play. And you, you grab a big tube of uh, exactly. empty cardboard tube. It was a lightsaber. Yep. I, I think in 95, I bought the Power of the Force Luke lightsaber one. And mm. I still, to this day, own it. I think it's somewhere in the Collider Video offices. I have to grab it um, with the same, like, uh, D-cell batteries in that I put in, like, 20 years ago. Nice. I just don't, I don't use it that much. Um, so I did have that one. So I, I love lightsabers, and I'm great to have uh, – looking forward to this conversation. However, my, my home, my backyard – uh, I was fortunate enough to grow up with a little bit of a big backyard with some fun trees to climb a plane in a treehouse that looked like the the uh, uh, guns on Hoth, the gun nice. turrets. Ah. So I would reenact that stuff. Speeder bike chases, being in indoor, blaster fights. I, I've been a war kid versus lore yeah. since the beginning. But did you see yourself? I think we must have talked about this. Do you see yourself as Luke or Han? Han. Han. Okay, so yep. that naturally made you yep. gravitate away. Yep. From all right, let's Yeah, and I think I saw myself so much as Luke, hmm. mm-hmm. and I think all of this really great talk that's going on about Star Wars representation, I have been become even more aware of how much like I remember as a kid looking in the mirror, thinking like, mm. "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna look like Han Solo." And I saw myself as a kid, and, yeah. and when I was a kid, I was blonde, mm. scrawny, uh, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not Han." <laughs> I'm Luke. <laughs> Even scrawny weirdos can have power. And like that to me is like, that's my yeah. representation within yeah. the, I mean, I have an endless representation yeah. is a white cishet yeah. male, but yeah. specifically scrawny little nobody blonde guy. Yeah. That's who I was. So I was all about Luke Skywalker and it's all about lightsabers. Right. And every cylindrical object was a lightsaber to me. Mm. Uh, we never got any as kids. There was this great tragedy that I went to Toys R Us and I I thought they were one ninety nine and I sent my father to get them. He's like, "You misread that. That's seventy nine seven ninety nine. We can't afford them." And then there was a Christmas where my mom was on painkillers and she just was like, I, "My mom was high. She doesn't listen to podcasts, so I'm just going to straight up say it. My mom was high on painkillers." He's like, "She accidentally for Christmas got us multiple flashlights." <laughs> And they were like, well, that's cool because when we turn off the lights, they're lightsabers. I love it. The power of the imagination. flash them around. Yeah. And then when I got older and I I got, you know, I started doing comedy sketches and this was the era of the prequels. Right. When they were putting out all these great toys that could take a beating, uh, Mm -hmm. a a couple of friends and I would put together a lot of specific comedy sketches that were elaborate excuses for us to set up. Basically, just lightsaber battles. Lightsaber battles. My friend and I did an, a sketch where we played uh, the characters from The Odd Couple, mm. but they had lightsabers, so they fought about their apartment and then yeah. had a lightsaber battle. That's yeah, awesome. because lightsabers. Lightsabers. I mean, it I, was so important to me. Uh, yeah, I get it. Uh, you know, I have a Kylo Ren one at the office as well. Yeah, and 
like that poor Star Wars kid, the famous oh, viral yes. video. Mm-hmm. He's all of us. He's there, all of there us, but for yeah. the grace of God, go I. Because yeah. that would have been me. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I get that. So I'll even know. Like I said, if you go to my, my writer's office at, at Collider Video, uh, the Kylo Ren lightsaber is there. And I, I cannot tell you how many people walk in the office and just casually grab it. And while they're talking to you, they're just, you're just playing with it. Yeah. You know? Lightsabers, yeah. They, have that, they have that pool. So yeah. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I actually had, now that I'm remembering, in college I had a lightsaber remote mm-hmm. so I could turn on my TV and right. it would, vroom, it was so It made cool. the noise? It made the noise when you would change the channel. Did you just hit a button or did you have to like swish the lightsaber I out? believe if I remember you would like have to move it, but you right. turned it on and then it would it would motion sensor or whatever. That was right. really cool. Oh, and then wow. I had a flashlight. I had a lot of lightsabers come to think of it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it has just infiltrated my life. I did, I was in a production of Macbeth where I played a lot of the different characters that Macbeth killed. Yeah. And everyone I did like a little Obi-Wan spin. And people were like, that's really cool. Where'd you get that? And they're like, the <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to the next question. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as now we talked a little bit about childhood, but now we are professional Star Wars adults. Uh, but what, so what is our favorite lightsaber now? Because that's kind of like the classic mm-hmm. lightsaber question. What is our favorite now when we're looking at the whole uh, epic story of yeah. Star Wars? Mm-hmm. The color, the hilt. Just the yeah. design, the attachment to the character. When you go to, what's my favorite lightsaber? What is it? it for me, the color has changed. I'm always a fan of the green. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. was, that, that was my first lightsaber I really saw in the trailer for Return of the Jedi. That was like, whoa, what am I watching? So I love Jedi Luke. I love the green lightsaber. I I I'm I like Mace Windu's purple lightsaber. Like I really like it. I love the idea that Sam Jackson was like, "Give me that one. I want a purple one." And <laughs> that it uh, that it, I love a little bit of variance. I don't like the Legends version of there's yellow, orange, and this and that. But I like the dark saber too. So I, I as I got older, I go to red. I do like simple hilts though. Yeah. Uh, though I am a big fan of Kylo's lightsaber. Okay, good. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about crazy lightsabers later. Yeah. But So where do you settle now? You, you, you talked us through your journey, but where yeah. now are you if you were like, mm-hmm. I, I have to pick a lightsaber? The design of the hilt, the character, the color. I would go real, real simple, kind of uh, Anakin and Luke's first lightsaber. Okay. And it, it would probably, yeah, I, I, purple. If I get it okay. dark, if I get a dark purple. So the hero's blade. The hero's blade. But with purple. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Jennifer, mm. how about you? Yeah, definitely ignite the green. That to me, when seeing Luke with his green lightsaber, it's just so it's very nostalgic for right. me. Reminds me of my childhood. Yeah, definitely. But of the most iconic there is nothing like that blue lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, every everyone recognizes that that is Star Wars. I don't know yeah. what it is. It just to me, and I love I love the hilt when I was making those lightsaber bubble wands. It was actually yeah. the easiest to make. <laughs> <laughs> As I learned how that's important, what kind of hilt you have. Um, so yeah, I guess the the blue and yeah. again. Now, uh, now raise. Yeah, it's a classic. It's that classic. one's hard to argue with. And just like from a uh, using my useless visual arts degree, it has energy because the way that hilt like mm. has a part that goes up and then cuts down. Yeah, has this like great forward energy. Right. Whereas, like I think a lot of people's, I think my favorite is the uh, is Luke's from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's so reminiscent of Obi Wan's. Yep. Which has a very different energy because it has that little saucer on top. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. Which is like, you know what? It's a the hero's blade, mm-hmm. Anakin, Luke, Ray's, 
is the way like a lightsaber should be because it's got this natural flowing energy. Yeah, yeah. Like the cut of the hilt matches the matches energy of the blade. And then Obi-Wan and Return of the Jedi era Luke's is like, yeah, but it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make this fun saucer that yeah. sort of fights the actual energy of the hilt. Yeah. And it, it suggests like an actual more like complicated philosophy. Yeah. Right. So I like it for that. And look, and I do love a good classic red blade too. I get it. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. I'm definitely maybe more Sith sometimes than Jedi in life, but, but, um, but uh, I, I'll still go with purple. But yeah, you got to you got to pay some respect right. for the red. And there's a truth to Vader's hilt. Of yeah. it looks a lot like his original hilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where right. he's not going that far away from his roots. Yeah, what's comfortable in your hand? Yeah. So I want to get to what you brought up, Ken, which mm-hmm. is our lightsaber hilts and designs getting too crazy to be an elegant weapon for a more civilized age. No, which I, I I'm surprised I'm answering that because. I like the idea. I, even though I like a simple hilt, I like the idea. Uh, what is the Clone Wars? They had like a wooden blade, right? Oh. Like the the Wookie pattern. Yeah, yeah. Gungi. Gungi. Use some Shirawook. Shirawook. Some 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 Kashyyyk wood, and I'm okay with that. I have no problem with that actually. So I, I'm I don't I I don't Matt the curved blades, Dooku's curved blades. I, the I spinning Inquisitor blades. Oh right. Not my favorite, but but <laughs> but yeah, you're, okay. I get I hear where you're coming from. <laughs> um, Ahsoka's double Yoda's. I, I love do love it. All. I just do like a simple blade. But talk about Kylo's. Yeah, I guess it's crazy, but I I didn't uh, I didn't buy into that Kylo lightsaber sucks hype that came because the first time it ignited in that trailer that teaser. I was like, oh, my God, a broadsaber? Let's do this. Yeah. Like, this yeah, is good. okay. All yeah. right. How about you, Jennifer? Are you concerned yeah. that, that, like, they're trying to be bigger and better with lightsaber blades, so it's making right. them too convoluted? Yeah, I'm trying to remember my exact feeling when I saw the Kylo. I remember with well, the Kylo Ren blade, the cross, cross what did you call it? You call Cross it? saber? Uh, broadsaber. Broadsaber, broad okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I saw that, I was whoa! And it was so fascinating how it was seemed very, like, uh, handmade, you know, mm-hmm, like, with mm-hmm. the jagged edges. And, yeah. Um, so that was interesting. But there was a moment when I saw it in the toy store, and I was right. like, this is a little odd. <laughs> I, I will admit, I have it. I have it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is a little weird to use, I will admit. Um, <laughs> when and, you're using it to just, like, cut things apart in your home. Yeah, I could, yeah. I could see how it might be deadly. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you, could cut, you could cut yourself with it. Yeah, you could absolutely. really hurt yourself. Yeah, you yeah. absolutely could. Because I'll spin that blade around yeah. around the office. Okay. And, and the little, because it has the little uh, sides on it, yes. the exhaust. Yeah, you hit your you, you got to be wrist. really careful at the Renfest with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> exactly. absolutely. And then when you send the equipment, Visitors, right? Do they have the lightsabers that like are a helicopter? Yeah. yeah. I will admit that to me is, is a little silly. Uh, yeah. Kind of cool, but kind of weird. When they actually used it as a helicopter, that's when I was like, that's I, when, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. when I was, yeah, but yeah. when they were actually using it for, yeah. to fight, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, the fight um, wasn't a problem yet. But, you know, that's just me just being an, an older fan, I think. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with the times. There's, I think the change is good. Yeah. I you know I this I addressed this a little bit on a Star Wars counseling episode because somebody was uh, annoyed about the number of changes to lightsabers like Dooku's curved right uh, you know hilt yeah. Ventress right. Ventress oh, yeah, right. Ahsoka using two blades great and what I came down to in that episode is like if it comes from the character give me the craziest lightsaber ever if it makes sense to the character yeah. right because when I first saw Kylo Ren's blade I was like man they're pushing too hard to just have a different blade right but then when I realized it's shaky it's messed up. It's right. like, that's mm-hmm. who Kylo Ren is. Mm-hmm. It's jagged and dangerous and not right. Right. And right. trying too hard. 
Yep. And like that's what that's Kylo is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Exactly. Like great. So give me crazy blades if they match the character, please. Yeah. Uh, all right. So from there, I want to go into what we've learned a little bit on Star Wars Rebels about how lightsabers work. And I'm going to read this full Kanan quote because I think it's powerful. Yeah. This is what Kanan says to Sabine Wren when he's teaching her to use the darksaber. Energy constantly flows through the crystal. You're not fighting with a simple blade as much as you are directing a current of power. Your thoughts, your actions, they become energy. They flow through the crystal as well and become a part of the blade. Mm. Now, this is one of those moments where Star Wars Rebels is like, mm-hmm. what? You are adding to the canon yep. right. that you are truly tied to this blade and the blade starts to understand you. Yeah. So do we like the idea of lightsabers being that responsive to people? Uh, yes, and, and I didn't grow up thinking I needed that. You know what I yeah. mean? Lightsaber is your lightsaber, and you pay, Han can pick one up and cut a tauntaun, right? Yeah. You know, so uh, even when, you know, Anakin loses his and Obi-Wan's like, I'll do this with your life. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> it's just your weapon, man. You want to keep it. It's merchandising, man. Um, but I really do like it because this episode's so great, too. And it just shows yeah. as we learn more about the kyber crystals as well and, and this and this the ceremony, the 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 uh, the gathering to go to Elam and get the blades. Like, they, they called to you. Like, it just... It does add to that lore of the Jedi in a good way. It makes it it makes that weapon even more powerful to me. Yeah, I love that. I love that it it can feel your energy. It feel that to me actually feels more realistic because if you think about anything that we operate, how you mm-hmm. kind of like will move with it. Even driving a car. Sure. Watched, I watched Baby Driver for the first time, <laughs> and right. it's like you really is like you know how you kind of move with it, and and your mindset is so crucial. And if you're not in the not right frame of mind, you mm-hmm. could you know potentially have a terrible accident. Um, so I like that. My Camry's like that too. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I. I swear to God, I, I can go an episode without mentioning that I worked at Kinko's, but <laughs> no. like back in the day, the big Kinko's machine was the Docutech. It was the fancy machine. Mm-hmm. And like it would throw up like inaccurate error codes where, you know, like that's not what's actually upsetting you. Mm. It's this and I can fix it. And like I like I relate to that of that, like being in sync with something that is not necessarily entirely organic. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And that's awesome. But. I want to address, because I think Attack of the Clones is the Star Wars story that fights this the most, mm-hmm. where Anakin, uh, Obi-Wan gives Anakin lecture yeah. about don't lose this weapon, it's your life. Anakin acknowledges that Obi-Wan's going to be cranky, that he lost his blade, but right. Obi-Wan loses his blade too. And they just get two random lightsabers yep. from the, like, hey, some other assholes lost yep. their lightsabers. Oh, yep, you're right. So did you two assholes mm. take these and they both use those to fight Dooku, and they get their Jedi asses handed to them. Yeah. Do we like this meta story? Is it weird for a Jedi to use other people's blades? That's a that's a great question. Now it's a great question now, and, and maybe maybe this will be answered. Maybe that if that emerges as the actual answer for from Attack Clones, I I would buy it and believe it. Like yeah, you would be happy good. that was the canon of like yeah. But I also want the, if the blades are a little bit more sentient now, or or always were, but we're learning about it. Then yeah. yeah, then maybe the blade would be smart enough to realize well, I better perform still. Yeah, you know, I better. <laughs> they better be able to control me. But I'm not right. in sync. Like that's not yeah. what my other master did. Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not form seven. 
Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that, Jennifer? This is fascinating. I'm going to go to another analogy. What if like like riding a horse, right? And you right. ride someone else's horse. And the yeah, horse is going to yeah. be like, wait a minute, who is this person? Yeah. Right. They don't know the commands. They don't know this, this relationship that we have. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be so kind to you. Yeah. So I like that explanation. I really like that because it's, um, I mean, you could go like super comedy uh, where the lightsaber's like, no, Obi-Wan. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this style. <laughs> but that like, it's it's just got not quite right. Right. You yeah. know, we've, we've all felt that in lots of different moments in our life where yeah. things are like. Love. Yeah. Out of sync. Like, yeah, a little mm-hmm. out of sync. So I like that a lot. And uh, thanks for Rebels for introducing that. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to jump from Rebels all the way into our beloved sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. The Hero's Blade, as it is sometimes being called by Lucasfilm. Anakin's, Luke's, now Ray's. The Hero's Blade straight up calling to Ray. Come to this basement and get me, Ray. That raises to me the question of how sentient we want lightsabers to be. Mm-hmm. It, because at a starting point, that's great. Mm-hmm. But do we want it to be taken farther? As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It, it walks, a, walks a line. Mm-hmm. Walks a line. It's like in Game of Thrones when magic starts to come back in the land and maybe you watch the show more for the politics and like how much ma- magic do you want in mm. there right. and goes to maybe my war over lore mentality of Star Wars um, but that's also one of my favorite parts of Force Awakens so I'll, that's why I say it rides the line it pushes the boundaries but I'm okay with it if it was a little bit more if it was like a literal like hey hey Ray <laughs> come on down you with the hair yeah yeah, yeah, get yeah. in my basement. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer, a- how do you feel about that? How how far do you want them to push that? Like, if in the Last Jedi there was a scene where it was almost whispering to Ray, yeah, of no. its desires of how it thinks Ray should use it. No, you can't. Go. It's it's too silly for me. It pushes okay. that that, mm. <laughs> that yeah, is, yeah. it's gone beyond that fine line. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, that it's connected to the force and it's speaking to her and calling to her. That makes sense. I can buy into that. But the minute that you're like, Psst, hey, down here, <laughs> no, this is just wrong. That's not my Star Wars. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I would love, I, I don't think, I, I think movies would be hard to handle it. I would love to see maybe even in the novelization okay. or in further explorations. Mm. Where they could truly be like communing. Mm. Oh, like mm. you know, I, I don't. With I don't. Other lightsabers? N- no, with the person. Oh, with the person. Okay. Well, yeah, like yeah. so, okay. we oh, know okay. that uh, I, I'm saying lightsaber, but we know it's ky- kyber crystal that's actually right. cra- calling out. Right. So this kyber crystal uh-huh. is that Anakin mm. got and made into his at least second saber, mm-hmm. maybe right. third. Who knows how many he burned through? That's yeah, not yeah. in canon yet. Uh, is calling out to Rey, mm-hmm. and that's beautiful and elegant, I think, in The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how interesting would it be to, like, a story where that kyber crystal is telling Anakin no while it's killing the younglings? Oh, see, now there you go. That would make sense. I, I don't know. That's I would, good. If, if, if we're going to do a from a certain point of view book on Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would have maybe hoped that's one of the stories. That's the story of the <laughs> exactly. kyber crystal of the hero, hero yeah. saber. Well, yeah. yeah. And then that yeah. maybe in that moment, uh, the newly crowned Vader is overpowering, overpowering what the, the yeah. crystal is telling him. Mm. It would make sense. It, it takes it into new areas. I don't think we ever thought we'd go to, but I, I like the idea of, of you said communing, like, um, you know, it's not like Obi-Wan set there talking to the lightsaber on Tatooine. Yeah, it's like, should we have a ham sandwich today? Yes, yeah. says his yeah. lightsaber. Yeah. yeah, no. It's not like Wilson, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but oh my God. you know, but the idea that the kyber crystal is alive in the force, yeah. 
does make some sense because then I could see that not again, not that you'd be talking to the kyber crystal, but maybe it opens you up to more of the force right. in those situations. You want to be in sync with it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You're right because if if you you know what, what is it when you prick a tomato, it like moves or something, right? <laughs> What's going on <laughs> in your kitchen? Here's, here's my rationale. So if a tomato can can react in that way, then why can't a lightsaber? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I the full quote from this episode. <laughs> if a tomato can react, why not a lightsaber? Ah, <laughs> Jennifer Landa. Ah, that is a oh, yearbook quote. Oh, sorry. And that leads us into the actual manipulation mm-hmm. of kyber crystals, the whole bleeding crystals, which mm. is brand new, really, of the year 2016, 2017, yep. right? right? Yeah. So we, uh, this happens. In, we learn that Sith do this. We right. get a demonstration of it in the Darth Vader comic book. We get a demonstration of it Great. in the Ahsoka novel. Great one, yeah. Uh, so changing the color of the blade through emotion, either by sort of torturing it and forcing it to go red, mm-hmm. or Ahsoka does the opposite of like, you have been used to do evil, and now I'm going to make you my color, and my color now is is white. Is just crystal, yeah. right? Clear. Yeah. It's clear Pepsi color. Yes. It's, mm. it's right non-committal. Here. Right. Um, uh, so I'm really interested in, in what we think about this whole bleeding thing because we've talked about it a little bit, but we haven't really talked about it as uh, the story of the lightsabers of the kyber crystals that you can change them through pouring your emotion into them. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. I think it's one of the, my favorite things of new canon um, because in a weird way, the, the, the Sith prior to this, we, we, we accepted the idea that they made synthetic kyber crystals. And I, I, I kind of like that. I, I, I could understand that, but it's unnatural. It's so, unnatural. Yeah. But this version, the bleeding the blade, and to see Vader go through it in the Vader comic, um, it, it seems like something almost George Lucas himself would have said. Mm. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. It seems I feel like so much of this crystal stuff comes from George Lucas. Is from mm-hmm. he's from the 1960s, mm-hmm. the 1950s, and the 1960s. But yeah. the crystal thing is a very hippie. Yeah, Northern California thing, and this seems very honest to that, and very it like does. just sci-fi fantasy weird. Yeah, very honest to George Lucas. Mm. But to see it played out in, in the pages of the Vader comic and, and the Ahsoka novel as well, because she kind of rebleeds the blade or unbleeds it. I guess you could say. Yeah, that was good, good moment too. But yeah, the what Vader goes through and his visions and how it ties in everything. It was it was it was great stuff, and I, I'm on board for it. Yeah. Uh, It's just an interesting, dark concept, bleeding the blade. Yeah, so spoiler Mm. alert, awooga, awooga. But Vader takes a Jedi's crystal and on purpose pours his hate and his worst memories and his most pain through it and feels physical pain as he is doing it. It's like, yeah, that makes sense to make a tortured red blade that is made to kill. Yeah. Wow. So how do you feel about all that, Jennifer? I love it. It's very magical. And it makes me think, and I don't know what the technicalities of it, it makes me think that the blade is is bleeding. It's literally like, it's so sad. It's Suffer- dying. Yeah, it's suffering. suffering. Yeah. And that fits with the Sith and their mentality. Yeah. It's really beautiful. And then the opposite with Ahsoka. It's mm. almost like she's, you know, let me help you. Let me let me restore yeah. you to your purest state of what you were supposed to be. Yeah. You know, it's like the Sith are an unnatural way, natural state. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And then just jumping off that, this is a wacky question, but 
if in real life you could do that, you could bleed an object, any mm-hmm. object, and just say, like, I'm going to pour my emotion into anything I own to change what it is, what would you change? Well, it would be my smartphone because I already have <laughs> hate for it. <laughs> it already messes up so many times. I, I think I do put my hate into it. <laughs> you know? So what do, you, wow. what do you want to change? Do you want it to be want it to less... Junky? Do you want it to be less sarcastic? What do you What do you want out of your phone? What do you when you bleed your iPhone? You got an iPhone. What number are we on? Eight. Uh, I got an eight. You got an iPhone eight. If you bled your iPhone eight, how would it be different, Ken? Uh, It would maintain its battery power. (laughs) Um, It would uh, uh, return the uh, headphone jack. Um, it would, uh, it would, it would bend to my will more. It wouldn't fight me. It, it fights me. It would be defiance of the empire of Tim Cook. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Jen, wow. if you could physically change an object in your life that you have like a, you spend a lot of time with, like, and I think this is interesting to me because we spend time with so many objects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With coffee makers and couches and yeah. cars and like, what would you like be like, I'm going to implement my will on this thing. I, I mean, I don't have any objects that I, that I hate, uh, except for my car. I get yeah. very angry in my car. Yep. And I don't know what my anger would do, except I would want for it to be able to fly to go, <laughs> so I could go above traffic, because that's when I get so angry. Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful answer. Traffic oh. leads to hate. I love hate it. Hate leads to suffering. I love it. Yep. Uh, I would I would bleed my couch. What? Ooh. Sarah and I have a very ancient couch that we yeah. brought with us to Los Angeles because it's been in our family for years. But I'm going to say the design from the 70s is not attractive. <laughs> and if I could merge with the couch and say, like, you know, yeah. you're ugly, right? And I yeah, just turned into, like, a beautiful... Mm-hmm. Just cerulean blue. Oh. I would love that. I want to bleed my couch. I haven't told my wife that. We'll see if she in- <laughs> listens to this episode. Gets upset. I'm more interested in the history of your family couch. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I, Sarah wasn't born on it, but yeah. close to. Got We've it. had wow. this couch forever. Right. And we brought it to Los Angeles because it was the smallest couch we had. Mm. And now it's just sitting there. And then people come over to my house and do podcasts. And like, your apartment's very nice. I'm not going to comment on your couch. Oh, I can't even think of what your. I mean, couch I've been there several like. times, and yeah. I haven't even thought about it. Oh, Neither. good, good. I've disguised you know, it well. Disguised it well. I've shrouded it. Yeah. You know. uh, speaking of yeah. shrouding, eh, it's just a transition that makes no sense. Yeah, but it anyway, I want to talk. You reference this, Ken? Yeah, like yeah. The Great Clone Wars arc. Yeah. Where Ahsoka and Yoda are taking the younglings to Ilum. Yeah. Along with Professor Huang, yep, voiced by David Tennant, the Tenth Doctor from my beloved Doctor Who. It's a great arc. Then Hondo comes in, and it's still a great arc, but it's a great arc. Yeah, sure. uh, but it really details yeah. the process of younglings going into Ilum, finding their crystals because their crystals need to speak to them, and they need to uh, overcome their trials. Yeah, and then once they come back and they make. They they found their crystals, then they still have the trial of making their blades. Mm. So uh, this is a multi-part question. But that that whole arc is, is truly the full Jedi experience of you pass through. A, a crystal calls to you, but it calls to you while challenging something that is clearly a weakness of yours mm-hmm. that you must overcome. Oh, Lord. And then you go back with Professor Huang, mm. on, which is this strange robot, on, 
on the ship, which is Professor Wang is basically the middle finger to her Harry Potter. It's like, mm. yeah, it's kind of like every wand chooses the wizard, but it's our way. Right. Screw yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, so I want I want to I want to enter into the conversation of what is the trial you get to get your crystal, and what is your hilt like? Because it's all this story of individuality mm-hmm. of what trial do you pass on Ilum, so your crystal answers your call, mm-hmm. and then you get back on the ship with Professor Huang, and then your hilt is unique as well. Yeah. What do you What do you got, Jen? I'm trying to think of what. I mean. If, if 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 this is about a personal challenge, right? If yeah, overcome things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that's a great episode. And again, talking about Lucas's influence on the Clone Wars series, everything. It's uh, a great art. Um, you it can is. feel Lucas in it. Ilum is an interesting planet. I'm convinced it's Starkiller Base. Um, I I think my challenge would be you'd walk about three feet into the cave, and my blade, my crystal, would be sitting right there. All I have to do is walk over and get it, but I'd probably sit down and take a nap. And the challenge would be, the answer you seek is right in front of you. You just have to apply yourself. Okay. <sighs> and I'd be like, okay. Is it? Okay, so in that moment, do you know that it's your blade, and you take a nap because you want to avoid progress I because think, of fear, or yeah. is it indecision? Yeah, I think it's, it's uh, there might, maybe there's like a, a couple, uh, something I have to leap over. <laughs> and it's like, well, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. That's my problem. And then if I see a little bit of an issue, I go, I get overwhelmed easily. And like, how to deal with it? I recently trying to figure out Google Play. <laughs> <laughs> the answer, the answer was simple. It was right in front of me. I just had to click a couple other tabs, and I finally succeeded. But that would be it. It would be needing to to get up off my feet. Get up onto my feet, I should say. Okay. Mm. And overcome something simple to get what's right in front of me and what is mine to take. Mm. So what I'm hearing is that you make challenges seem larger than they are. That, and then I have some good old-fashioned apathy. Apathy. Mm. All right. Ken, you, 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 you know, you got a great career. You got a good following. You, got, you should be doing stuff. You should be uh, writing a book. You should be doing... Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, the neck using your power to do the next thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you so are I, powerful. Sure, sure. Thank you. You're charming and funny and attractive. Sh- sure. I sure. say as a married man, <laughs> you know, I appreciate it. But but historically that's been I go for the easy route or I get overwhelmed or, or I think even starting a Star Wars podcast with you guys because I'd done it through Jedi Alliance. Uh, yeah. And I knew there's clutter Jedi councils out there and I wasn't part of it yet, but it was like I can't do that on my own. I need someone else to do it for me. But the answer was right in front of me. I just have to reach out and yeah. grab it. Mm. So yeah. that, well, thanks for grabbing us. Yeah, I grabbed yeah. you both in appropriate manners. And uh, <laughs> I, think, uh, so I think that would be my lesson with the crystal. That's, All right. that's good. Yeah. All right, Jennifer. That's right great. Do you, oh, do you want to share your lesson? Yeah, it would be similar, actually, in that the, I'd walk in, the, the crystal would be right there. Mm. And then I'd be filled with 
well, wait a minute. Why is this so easy? Maybe this crystal is not the best crystal that I could uh, get. Maybe deeper. I could get a better one. Yeah. Or maybe maybe I'm not worthy of this crystal. So basically, I would just stand there for an hour. <laughs> As the crystal's right there, all I have to do is just walk over and get it, and I'd be having this Woody Allen monologue <laughs> with myself. That, that's my test. I like that. All right, I like that a lot. I think mine would be similar to you, but I think I would, to both of you, I think I would find my crystal and go, that's one's pretty good, mm. but I don't want to make a bad choice. And I would go find like six crystals that are all good. Right. And all six crystals would be like, you can pick me if you want. I'm open <laughs> to that. Right. And then it would just be the uh, procrastination of indecision. Yes. <laughs> of the yes. like, I can make a decision, right. but what if I make the wrong oh, decision? And right. right. And that's the whole thing about this whole force thing of like, mm. be in the moment from a certain point of view. There's no wrong decision. This one will just simply move you forward. Right. And all all crystals are beautiful. All galaxy is beautiful. You just, you figure it out. All right. Hmm. So uh, going along with this, Mm -hmm. our challenges, uh, one of the great things is that Wookiee Gungi. Good God. Yeah. He uses, you know, Wookiee wood. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Which is super unique. But how would we make our hilts? Would we make our hilts to make them look like other Jedi? Would we use exotic material from our own lives? Mm. Would we use something that no Jedi has ever used before? How would you make your hilts once you pass that trial of finding your crystal? I mean, you're the craft maker here, Jen. You probably got a great idea. (laughs) Yeah, decoupage it. (laughs) (laughs) Some of my favorite images to remind me, you know, anytime Mm. I had a moment of self-doubt, I could look down at my decoupage (laughs) hilt and, you know, maybe it's mm. my photos of my daughter or, uh, or oh, okay. Leia comics. That, whatever <laughs> it is. Great answer. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. I was expecting materials. But, yeah, you were like, put together yeah. your memory, right? Sure. You're like, yeah. this yeah. is everything positive in my life. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I like that. See, I knew you'd have a good artsy answer. <laughs> yeah. That's DIY really good. Yeah, that's really, really yeah. good. Thanks. Yeah, I was going to go with maybe I would try to incorporate, like, glass because that hasn't been in a lightsaber before, and I think sometimes I get hung up on, like, Mm. uh, being different is good. I want to be different, so I think I'd be like, what is, uh, like, think, oh, wow, like, Mm. this is the bottle of whiskey that we finished on the 100th episode of Force Center. Oh. Or like finding like mm. attaching. Melt it down. Yeah, yeah. attaching like, because uh, I, I get like this where I try to attach yeah. significance, like I'm on alert to attach significance to objects. Yeah, yeah. And be like, I'm oh my, no one's had a glass hilt. So I'll try yeah. to be like, oh wow, Ken and Jennifer both took a sip out of this bottle. I'll yeah. make this my hilt. Oh. Oh, that's, like that's the way I'd go. I like that because I, I was almost thinking for a little bit uh, to uh, was it Ernie McCracken from uh, Kingpin, Bill Murray's character? Yes, yeah. the 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 go- bowling ball that's glass with like a skull in it or a rose in it or whatever it was. It's been a yeah. while. Love Kingpin, but it's been a while. So I was thinking, but you've got that. I again up top, like I said, I like simple hilts. Uh, I'm a simple, straightforward meat and potatoes guy sometimes. So. I always say, and I I, I champion uh, uh, being different and unique. Yeah, uh, believe in that. We're all different and unique, but also I think there's something to be said. There's a certain strength in just being 
part of a crowd and no, still knowing who you are. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. being just being normal and being like, no, no, I'm a normal person, but I know who I am. I don't I don't need to fight extra to stand out. And again, to say clearly, being an individual is also important as well. Um, so I'd want my lightsaber to be simple and direct. Right. And have that purple blade and just I'll I'll take it and the the I will show you what this lightsaber means. Nice. That's so nice. That's Jennifer, great. I want to ask you your color. Uh-huh. Yeah. What color would you go for? Because like mm-hmm. this is an interesting thing because it was wide open in early Phantom Menace. I played this PlayStation 1 video game Jedi Power Battles where Lucas yeah. hadn't decided yet and their lightsabers were crazy. Yeah. They had orange and yellow, and it was just sort of like we didn't see it in Phantom Menace like we expected. It was just blue and green. So we assume, I can't remember who had what, but like Ayla Secura, not Ayla Secura, uh, I, that's wrong, but like Plo Koon is in that video game. Oh, wow. And yeah. uh, Adi Gallia, and like they all just have crazy lightsaber colors. Yeah. Oh, man. And the, to me, in my mind, there's still that hope yeah. of crazy lightsaber colors. Well, yeah. I'll go crazy. I'm, I like, do you know the gemstone opal? Yeah, yeah. like an, an opalescent. So it has multiple colors. I've always mm. been so fascinated with with the opal. As a child, I was like, that looks like something a, a wizard or a magician mm. would mm-hmm. own, you know? Yeah. So that's my blade, opalescent. I like that. You inspired me. I want aquamarine. Oh, I <laughs> love aquamarine. The color that you, you, like, everybody's like, that's blue. Like no, that's green. No, no what is it? It's aquamarine. Aquamarine. Where it's like right in between. Because yeah. I could never decide between blue and green. If that's I was great. to go off the beaten path, I'd go maybe navy blue. Because I yeah. like the dark saber, but navy blue, you know, dark, dark. Dark, dark colors. Yeah. yeah. Not quite that light blue. Yeah. I could do that. I didn't say I wanted, wanted this, but I think it would be an actual cool lightsaber color is whiskey. Because yeah. good whiskey <laughs> yeah. is yeah, brown. It. When you, you say yeah. brown lightsaber, but it has a glow. Have a, it, like a yellowish like a golden glow. glow. A golden yeah. glow. Oh, yeah. Golden and yellow. Orange. But art, art girl over here said gold. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Just a, cute, uh, a few questions left about lightsabers. Yeah. Cool. I wanted to address the whole fighting forms, because I know we got listeners who are mm-hmm. old school. They're expanded yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're in this really interesting place where the uh, expanded universe super detailed on the various lightsaber yep. fighting forms and they're really detailed and then Star Wars Rebels that same episode with Kanan and uh, mm-hmm. Sabine opened up that their forms canon hasn't like reassigned yeah. all of the uh, specifics yeah. um, but I want to talk just generally about that uh, for me I was introduced to it in the uh, novelization of Revenge of the Sith yeah. where it becomes very n- narratively important of who knows what form yeah. And uh, Mace Windu knows Vapod, mm. which is this very few Jedi know it because it is enjoying fighting but not tipping into the Sith, mm-hmm. where it's super aggressive. So it's why he right. can overcome Palpatine. And in the novel, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi knows Sarusu, mm. which is mostly defensive, which is why he is the one to defeat Grievous, mm. because Grievous just is like, I have four lightsabers. I'm going to cut you, cut you, cut you. And anybody who tries to be aggressive, Grievous cuts him back. Right. But Obi-Wan, who's all about defense, just blocks and eliminates. Oh, that's really right. cool. So there's a great psychology in that novelization. Mm. So all that baggage. How do you guys feel about the lightsaber forms? Do you want them to be fully back in canon? Hmm. They're kind of right in the middle right now, or or does it get too technical and you just want lightsabers to be like 
we're Jedi, we use the Force, and it inspires our movements. Yeah, this is fascinating because when the way you're describing it, it's like, oh, that makes so much sense, and it makes me want to learn more. But I don't want that to weigh down the stories or then take me out of the films where I'm like, oh, they're fighting with that style, or but why did they do that movement? And yeah, you know, so it needs to be a little bit more organic. Yeah, that that's a great way to put it, Jen. Is, is organic. I've never, and and all due respect to people out there who know him, and I know because over the years of podcasting. And Star Wars shows in around town, yeah. um, you'll get some of that. Well, that's a, a, a Form 5, and I, I'm not making fun of you. I'm not doing the nerd voice on purpose. Like, I get it. I respect the people that like it. I never was interested in it, never bought into it. I understand, logically, that there'd be different stuff. There's a Jedi Academy, mm-hmm. so they're teaching something. They're yeah. not just like, <laughs> right. get out there and start swinging, kids. Like, So I understand... I just even if it was even it came back fully, and I don't think it will. Or at least it doesn't look like it. Um, I, I wouldn't get bogged down in it. You know, Obi Wan yeah. style is to put his two fingers in the air. <laughs> you know, like that's all I need to know. Well, yeah. And, oh, yeah. how you're describing it from the Sith novel, and the Sith novel is yeah. great. That is to Jen's point too, more organic. Yeah, it me. It's not just a style. It it, it represents them. Right. Yeah, and I think that's what's great. I rewatched. I Google on YouTube Obi Wan Maul. Mm-hmm. And like that's that's what's great is I love the the lightsaber uh, forms when they can be used to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And Obi Wan goes into his style, yeah. which one would assume is Sarusu, with the two finger pointing, mm-hmm. and then has the thought of like, but if I adopt adopt Qui Gon style, yeah, it's basically a trap because Maul will think that he can defeat me the same way, but I know the weaknesses of this style, right, and I can exploit the weaknesses to trick Maul yeah. mm. and take him down in three moves. Yep. And like narrative, beautiful. That mm. makes sense. Mm. All right. So looking to the future, yeah. the future of lightsabers, what should the last Jedi be like? What should the fighting style be? Do we want a crazy thing that we've never seen with lightsabers? Because back in the day with the original trilogy, we went sort of double-handed like they were broadswords, and then Lucas changed his mind a little bit of like, they're more rapiers, and they could be moved more fluidly. Mm-hmm. In Force Awakens, we see, I think, a really creative mix of the two yep. mm-hmm. uh, that communicates both weight of the saber and lightness of the saber. Mm-hmm. But assuming we're going to see some crazy crap in Last Jedi, what do you yeah. want? Hmm. You know what's funny? It, you, oof, I hadn't really until this moment thought about what we might see in The Last Jedi because I don't see, let's say it's with Snoke. Say Luke fights Snoke, or Ray yeah. and Kylo team up and fight Snoke, or Kylo and Snoke fight Ray. Doesn't matter. I don't think I don't see Snoke with a lightsaber. I don't see that happening at yeah. all. Yeah. So it's Kylo, um, and then you got the Praetorian guards. I don't see them having anything unless it's vibroblades or something that kind of. They got repel. the weird. The yeah. Appear to have like weird force bike type things. Knights of Ren, even if they show up and fight, aren't supposed to have lightsabers. Yeah, right, right. 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 Um, mm-hmm. If you're following the acolytes of beyond and all that stuff, so I hadn't thought about it. I'm so which which is also side conversation is a testament to what I think Ryan Johnson is building with this. I'm more thinking about how's the resistance going to survive and what are the choices Ray and Kylo are going to make. So lore I have thought about lore, it. but like yeah. you know, we but talk I, about with Force Awakens, like Ray makes some like those pushes that look like Palpatine. You know style. what? I, you know, right. here's what I want, and I'll, I'll kick it to Jen and you here. I want something brutal, brutal. 
I go to yes. How so many? I got t- real excited. <laughs> Much like you and Kinkos, I wish I could shut up about Game of Thrones, but I can't. <laughs> the Hound versus Brienne is one of the best oh. fights ever. Yes, yes. it is because it's realistic. It's brutal. Yes, it's long and choreographed. The Obi Wan Maul fight is probably more realistic than any fight. Um, but they both care. Yeah. But there's something brutal, and, and, and there's a violence to it. And the Force Awakens lightsaber fight, a monologue, I apologize. The, I, Ray versus Kylo is great because it, 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 it's, it's got a little bit of flavor to it. Right. Um, not quite prequel flavor, but it's got some, you know, they got some moves. Ray's learning on the fly, or she has the power in her, whatever you want to say. Kylo was well-trained. He's got some great moves, but there's a... Emotionally, there's a, physically damaged. Emotional, and there's some desperate stuff going on there, and there's some uh, there's some, some violence in Star Wars, and that's what I want, is, is a brutal... St- you want fight. brutal. Jennifer, what do you want? Yeah, this is... I think you're right. I want it to be brutal. I don't want it to be a choreographed dance, although that looks beautiful, and we see mm-hmm. Ray doing some incredible mm-hmm. uh, stunt work uh, in the trailer that I'm yeah. excited about. But yeah, uh, oof, I think it's going to get bloody. Yeah, because the prequel lightsaber fights are obviously different. But I, mm-hmm. I actually love, I love Lucas's explanation. It's Jedi at the top of their game. Yeah, right. right. They've trained for years yeah. in case there's a Sith. That's part of becoming yeah. a Jedi. Yep. Mm. And now Ray, we have learned from everything from the movies, from the books, from the comics, that she fought with the staff and she fought to survive. Right. Yes. And Kylo is petulant and angry, mm. and I want to see that continue. Of yeah. Big, hard, two-handed F U yeah. strokes yeah. Right. that are just like passionate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think that would be great. Mm-hmm. I wish totally. Nick Gilliard was still on. Yeah. I think he's gone. I think he is. But I think he's gone from the sequel trilogy. He mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he contributed a lot to the prequels. I'd love to see him there. Mm-hmm. All right. My final question. The classic question. If you had a lightsaber in real life, what would you do with it? Menace. Really? I would just menace. I wouldn't use it. Oh. You'd just be like, hey, you're being a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you cut me off in traffic? Yeah. Oh, you're writing a check at the grocery store? <laughs> 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 to the 35. Oh, you have yeah. 22 <laughs> items in the 10 items lane? Yeah. <laughs> To the uh, 35 uh, men that get hired to work next door at my office right now who dirty the bathroom and park double park in our parking lot and keep us from getting into our office. Oh, my God. Dirty no. the bathroom. Oh I mean, no. I'm talking. You know, your work week starts, and usually by Friday, you're like, all right, we're running low on supplies. By Tuesday, it's done. Oh. I would just go into their office and menace. I wouldn't use it. That's not right. No, 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 no. That's yeah, illegal. But it would get my point across. It's mm. the most Obi Wan thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> they dirtied the bathroom, Luke, so you must menace them with your lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer's yeah. choking. Yeah. In real life, yeah. Oh, your man. lightsaber usage would be. I would have what? to. Yeah, I'd have to be uh, become a vigilante. I'd have to become a superhero. And if I saw any sort of injustice against anyone, bullies and whatever, I would just I would threaten. I wouldn't want to yeah. do anything. Right. Then I, of course, I'd protect myself. So if anyone you know made any wisecrack towards me, I could. <laughs> I would shut them up. Yeah. No, no, it's great. It's great. No, no, Jennifer, you have set up for me. The power. Because I have, I've had a little whiskey. Oh yeah. And this maybe isn't wise, 
But very close to my home is the Scientology Celebrity Center. Oh, yeah. That's right. And it's a beautiful building. And I often wonder, are there great evils going on in there? Yes. (laughs) And if I had the force with me and I've had a lightsaber, I would maybe just walk through the building and be just like, (gasps) does anyone not want to be here anymore? Right. Right. You know, that's That's a classic Jedi. It's a classic superhero Story right. of truly finding the injustice. Yeah. In finding the moment where people who mm-hmm. are almost ready to cry out for help aren't there yet and right. just be like, hey, if you want help, I'm right here. It's like, that's what I would want. I would want to walk into that lobby and be like, do you want help? And everybody's there is like, no, we're happy. Perfect. We made our choice. I'd be like, okay. But if any one person is like, yes, please. Yeah then many limbs will be lost. I like it. Ah, oh, it's great. It's beautiful. The best use of the lightsaber beautiful. here at Center. Great lightsaber conversation. Mm-hmm. Thank Love you. It. This has been... That was fun. Months in coming. A dream Talk come true. Everything <laughs> lightsaber. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah, I mean, when we uh, pull, back, pull back the curtain here, we, yeah, we go over our notes, and Joseph usually sends an email with some great ideas. You want to talk about that? If you guys want to talk about lightsabers, we can, I put that out there. <laughs> putting that out there. <laughs> and we finally got it. And yeah, there's so much there. because, And there should be, because this is time. the weapon of Star Wars. It's, yeah. One of the hearts of Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars absolutely. has multiple hearts, much like Doctor Who has two hearts. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Ken or Jennifer, one of you should take the audience yeah. questions that I normally do. I'll take it here because, uh, <laughs> or, or do you have it there? There. No, are, I have it on my phone. Okay. Okay. We, we we tell you what. I'll take the non-Patreon and you take the Patreon questions. How about we do that? Splitting Great. up. Perfect. It takes two. To fill in Joseph's work. Uh, audience questions, we love taking them from Facebook. You can like our Facebook page there, write to us or post comments on the wall, or at Force Center Pod and on our Patreon page. But let's take a look at our non-Patreon questions. Calum Stone Street at Cal Stone Street asks, if you're going to arrest Chancellor Palpatine, which three prequel era Jedi would you take with you and why? This is a great question, Caleb. This is an amazing question. I saw this question pop up today on our rundown, and I've been thinking about it for a while. So I'm going to let Joseph answer first. Well, you know, it's only fair. You get to start. You usually are asking the questions. Yeah, it's a painful question, and I'm going to interpret it my way, which is here's my interpretation. That Mace has the patience to gather Jedi right before just being like, "What? Yeah. I'm going there." Yeah, I here's my answer. Mm-hmm. Mace goes, yeah. and then he brings with him Yoda, mm. Obi Wan, mm. and Tara Sanube. Okay, Tara Sanube. In case people don't know, it's the oh, very elderly Jedi yeah. who has a cane saber yep. who strikes only when the moment is right. So you got Obi-Wan, who's super defensive. You got Leota, who's flying around. You got Mace Windu, who's very aggressive. You can attack Palpatine from every angle of perspective. Mm -hmm. But the key part of it is that Mace says, I will wait until the far-flung Jedi come back to Coruscant. Right. Mm. Right. Uh, That's a great answer. It's an all-star team. Yeah. One of the mistakes made here. You got Kit Fisto. Kit, yep. Kit and Mace have a history. They're good buddies. We're seeing that play out in the Kit's Mace Window comic. Yeah, he's smiling. <laughs> uh, but then you just kind of you just kind of grab some some scrubs, and I don't care who they are. You can tell me their names. I, I've, I've 
I've heard their names 50 times. I forget them every time. They're, <laughs> they're scrubs, man. They're utility players. They're the backup catchers. Mace rushes off. He doesn't give Palpatine. Now, again, he thinks he's a Sith Lord. This is a guess. Anakin has said it because he says, hey, if this turns out to be true, you've won my trust. So, all right, Mace. Mace underestimated him. That's right. the problem. So your all-star team's a great answer. Uh, I haven't thought about it in terms of uh, that detailed strategy. Like waiting for who's back? Yeah. 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 Um, I would have loved Kit Fisto. I'm fine with Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto belongs there. There's yeah. a reason he's there. There's a resume to what There's he's the done. the reason he's the last to die. Right. Yeah, he gets a shot in. All right. Um, I I absolutely think now again we're 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 guessing. Well, what is this? This is after Order sixty six, right? Yes. Okay. Because I was I was, I was going to so say a lot of them are already slaughtered. Yeah. Kiadi Monday was one of my answers. He's yeah. slaughtered. Ayla Sakura slaughtered. Mm, yeah. Um. So I I you know oof I got to back up my. <laughs> Answer a little bit there. I would have taken more numbers, number one. Um, but I would have, uh, you know, why can't you give me, why, why can't we see what uh, uh, Jarl Poof's going to do? Why can't we see? Where are they? Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of the, a lot of the weirdo Opal Jedi Rancis we love is, from Phantom yeah. Menace who are mysteriously disappeared. Still mm-hmm. a mystery in canon, exactly. Yeah. Where the fuck's Seattle? I just said at the F word, which we don't yeah. normally do. We which don't you can normally beep out. do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you, you like, sorry to make you edit, Ken. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll, I'll figure that out. Um, <laughs> but, uh, 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 oh my gosh. Um, Shakti. Shakti. Oh, right. Yeah. Her, yeah. I mean, in theory, I think she is slaughtered by Anakin during the raid on the Jedi Temple. You're right. Damn That's it. the hard thing about this is, <laughs> well, in that the raid on the Jedi Temple happens after this. All right. So maybe. No, it does happen after Right. Because, like, we have at the actual battle. So Shakti would be there. Shakti's yeah. on the board. Shakti's on the board. Yeah. Kit Fisto, Mace Window, Shakti, and then maybe like four scrubs. <laughs> nice oh numbers, power and numbers. All right, yeah. all right, Jen. Oh yeah, your drunk co-hosts have given an answer. <laughs> we're not, we're not that drunk. Um, what do you got? I don't want to go. I don't, I don't want to go. You're uh, just saying no. No, no, I'll go, I'll go. But you're right. You have to have numbers. I right. want so everyone eight. There. Bring like more because yeah. Okay, I just came back to this. Oh, so yeah. Mace Windu <laughs> brings Kit Fisto. He brings Agent Kohler, which is different than Eth Koth. That's a whole thing. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then he brings Sase Tin. Okay, mm-hmm. who already yep. had one of his horns cut off. Oh right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I, I, reinforcements. As many. I would bring in droids. Whatever. Fill the room. Bring in some clones. Sure. Yeah. I sure. Like that. Right, so I think what we are all trying to answer, yeah, <laughs> Ken and I with alcohol, yeah, is Mace Window should have been like bring so much, bring yes. eight million different answers to the problem, absolutely, right. because it's not just like you've been kind of a jerk, Mister Palpatine, right? It's if he truly believes Anakin that he's a Sith Lord. Trust. Mm-hmm. Right. And bring truly enough to end it. Yes. Yeah. Come yeah. at it from different angles. I'm funny. I'm looking on uh, 
I'm looking on uh, on the old internet. I just yeah. typed in prequel era Jedi's just to see if I could jog my memory live on the air here. And there is like there's like an actual game out there of like build a team to beat Sidious. Oh, oh damn! Well, yeah. Go. I mean, uh, I, I think that's the question of whether we approach this question narratively of like who's available. Yeah, and this one who isn't and, available. And there's answers in here. I'm like, no, that can't be because he's dead. Mm. Because I think actually. I think the only question is, should have Mace just said, like, Anakin, thank you. Yeah. You are a true Jedi. I believe in you. You are the chosen one. You fulfilled your prophecy. Right. You discovered the Sith. Like, I think there's a possibility that if Mace Windu had said, like, put his hand on him and even, like, hugged him and said, yeah. Anakin, I know you've been through so much. I yeah. love you. <laughs> you f- you are the chosen one. Qui-Gon was right. Yeah. You discovered the Sith Lord. Mm-hmm. Come with us. I think Anakin would have taken Palpatine's head off right. if Mace Windu ha- would have validated him and yeah. bring him into a, like, bring him, bring brought him. him into a hug. A bro hug. That, that might be the true answer yeah. there. Just a little mm. love. Mm. Just a little bit, Mace. Give a little bit of your heart to Anakin. Take whatever Jedi mm. want in love. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right, Caleb. Great question. You got us thinking. Maybe even a better answer is out there. We will research and find out. Uh, Brendan Carroll, the white on Facebook says, with the trailer seeming to confirm that the last Jedi picks up right at the end of The Force Awakens, do you think this makes the crawl redundant to me? There were always a way to set up what has happened between movies, which seems unnecessary now. Could it mean we get a cold open before the crawl? Thank you. Jen? Yeah, this is a great question. I think we I think we may get a, a cold open mm. before the crawl. I would like that. It makes sense. But mm. then does that mean after the crawl that we jump in time a little bit? Ah, I don't know. I I and yeah, I don't I I, I think the cold open wasn't bad in Rogue One. No. Actually I, it's one of my I favorite liked parts. It. And then you think, but then you could have gone into a crawl. I think that was a mistake. Yes, I. You could have right then gone into a crawl. Mm. Since that time, here's what you've seen. Here's what's going on. Did you read the Catalyst novel? No. All right. Right. Story. Yeah. 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 Raise your hand if you've read Catalyst. Yeah. Instead, we get Rogue One made on iMovie title generator. Um, Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Is fade in, and we're on top of the hill. Ray hands the lightsaber to Luke. He's like, who the hell are you? What right. are you doing on my island? Did the caretaker send you? Get <laughs> out of here. Um, she says something, whatever. He's like, no, get, <laughs> I'm not going to train you. Fade out into the crawl. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, the Porg swarmer and attack. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, but I think let's go if it's traditional. Uh, Brendan, you're right in one sense. That's definitely what the crawls have been used for. Let's catch you up. But let's not forget... Um, since Ray was rescued, Finn uh, put into the infirmary. Oh, right. We don't know how long. There could be things there. We're seeing already with the Phasma novel, uh, comic, not novel, the Phasma comic. There's events going on. I think Ray had to recover a little bit. I, I think there's a short turnaround time. But there could be something. There's something to set up there, mm-hmm. which also ends with saying Ray was dispatched to the to Aktu, and here she is, <laughs> and it leads us up to that moment. I think right. it could still work. Yeah, I think we're at a fifty-fifty thing. I think either this is the first cold open of Star Wars, mm-hmm. or we start with we know that's where we left off with the Jedi, but there's lots of details going on with what the First 
Order is responding to the yep. destruction of Starkiller Base. Right. And how uh, uh, the Resistance is responding. And the, the crawl could be totally setting up just like the state of the galaxy. Mm. And then traditional Star Wars, we go back to the fate of the galaxy is kind of related to the personal Jedi business, yeah. but right. the Jedi are a little bit more over-concerned yeah. with that they are the center of the galaxy, but they're not. Yeah. Hmm. So there's stuff there. It's one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Great question, though, Brendan. Yeah. I think it a lot is. of people are going to be Absolutely. asking that as we get close. Jennifer, do you have Patreon questions? I do. So this comes from Christopher Triplett. Uh, he asks, with the upcoming Thrawn sequel, Thrawn Alliances, and the announcement that Darth Vader will play a role in the narrative, how would you feel about intercutting scenes between Thrawn and Vader with flashbacks to Thrawn's encounter with Anakin Skywalker during the Clone Wars era? Big sell. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, big buy. Oh, gosh, I got it wrong. Big buy, big buy. Yeah, yeah. I would buy this, Christopher. Great observation. I want this answer. I know the Thrawn Alliance is going to cover another time period, but I want the answer of what Anakin said to Thrawn, what their interactions was, because Thrawn figured it out. Yeah. He figured out that the Emperor had a had someone, Vader, oh, I bet it said Anakin, kid, because mm-hmm. he spoke so highly of you, Sheev. So uh, I want to find out. I don't want to be left in the dark on that. Yeah, yeah I 100% agree. I want it to be a, a, a flashback situation, and I want it to be Thrawn. Since we know Thrawn has an agenda of, I'm testing out the Empire to know what they're all about in order to uh, understand how much they relate to my other galaxy over here, which ties back to the whole sequel trilogy. I want to be putting pressure on Anakin Vader. Yeah. And I want him to know both of them in order to understand how much he wants what out of... Does he want Vader to be more like Anakin? Right. Is he excited that Anakin's dead and Vader is alive? Right. I want Mm. tactical opinions from basically what is Star Wars Sherlock Holmes. That's who Thrawn is. He's Star Wars Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And I want him to be like, great. I'm I'm glad this angry Jedi died and became this vicious monster. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's better for my purposes. I want that. You want answers, Jen? Yeah, I think that that's great. Uh, Again, this is selling me on this novel. At first, I was like, eh, I don't really need it. But this is intriguing. And this is the kind of like exploring this territory that we already kind of know about. That to Mm. me is, is exciting. I like that. Final oh, one. Our friend, Brian Rohrenbacher. Hello, Brian. Uh, he asks, after Obi-Wan cuts off Zam Wessel's arm in the Outlander Club, him and Anakin take her outside, uh, but leave her arm on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a typical Jedi practice to leave limbs for others to clean up? What do you think happens to Zam's arm? Uh, is it possible that the Outlander Club has a collection of limbs on the wall from other Jedi encounters? I love that. Yeah, Picture. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to straight up just say yes. I'm going to leave yeah. uh, Ken the more yeah. final answer for this. I'm going to say yes. Yes. I think especially the way in Attack of the Clones where Anakin is just like, Jedi business. Yeah. This is Jedi philosophy is worn, worn, yeah. hand, head. <laughs> I think they take off hands all the time, and people are used yeah. to just being like, eh, Jedi really cut did. off a hand, and yep. we got to put it away somewhere. All Look, right. I go to uh, Northridge, California in May <laughs> of 2002, me and my best friend Paul and some other friends waiting in line, sitting down on the sidewalk at, outside the Pacific Theater 10 over there. 
waiting to watch Attack of the Clones. You waited in line. Waited in line. Had tickets, but waited in line. Because remember, wasn't it wasn't uh, assigned seating? Wasn't assigned seating. Oh right. The dark ages, you see. <laughs> the dark. And my friend Paul, who's now a police officer and everything, was just like Obi Wan. He's great, and then this, and I was he like, is. look, man, Jedi are jerks, and Obi Wan has a drinking problem. And we debated on the sidewalk for a while there. And I had, before you saw clones, before where he illustrated he has a drinking problem. So in the movie. When that ha- when that moment happens, he's like, "Let's go inside to get a drink." Anakin, I literally turned the ball. I'm like, "I told you, oh my Anakin God. has a drinking problem." Oh my god! And uh, Jedi are jerks. They're jerks. They're good, but they're jerks. So I think they leave arms all over the place. <laughs> I think they didn't care. I think uh, there's bartenders around the galaxy like, ah, oh, another Jedi severed limb. God. Hair's like, I'm just a part of a tradition now of cleaning up Jedi severed limbs. I'm from Minnesota. The Minnesota State Fair has a big competition of all sorts of different artisanal Mm -hmm. behaviors, uh, including like art and quilts. Uh, One of the things is they carve uh, Princess K of the Milky Way, who is the Butter Queen. Mm -hmm. They carve. The face of the woman who is the most prosperous butter farmer. So I want to believe that that is true of Star Wars as well. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Love it. Well, love it. I would love to believe that there's a Jedi-friendly bar somewhere, and they just have all the limbs on, on display. <laughs> you know? Like, it's like uh, when you go to Bigfoot Lodge in Los Feliz. It's just like a... Bigfoot Lodge. Right? Isn't that fun? It's there's, like, stuffed bear yeah. over there. It feels very woodsy. So yeah. why not make the Jedi a home with cut-off limbs? I like that. Yeah. I like that. Those are some great questions. Good job all around. That's great. All around. We love it again. Like you said, you can find us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. Use the hashtag for Center to get these questions to us here on the Big Show, the main show. We are on Patreon, just $2 a month. Gets you the bonus episode of Finish the Fan Fiction. Go to us at patreon.com slash Center if you want to support. We are on Apple Podcasts, looking for those reviews. Always Public if you want some merchandise. New designs coming, but we got stuff on there. Hashtag prequelist. Uh, mm-hmm. We got the quote shirts. We got the Force Center main logo. It's all there. That is it for this week, though. But before, as we always do, we have uh, our own adventures. Like, you can follow me at Ken Knapsack and Jennifer you've got stuff going on. I do. Check out my Star Wars costumes, as I keep saying, but this is the last day I'll probably say it on StarWars.com, <laughs> my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jennifer Landa, and may the Force boo with you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, my. I'm sorry. Oh, my. <laughs> no, it's great. It's so great. That's what Star Wars is. You can find me on all the social media, Twitter and Instagram in particular, is at Joseph Scrimshaw. That's my name. And also, you can find my website, josephscrimshaw.com, for updates on all my comedy adventures shows podcasts whatever josephscrimshaw.com absolutely that is it guys we'll see you next time so for all the lightsabers in the world and the kyber crystals that just want to be your friend we'll see you next time